0: what is going on breakthrough success listeners mark birdie here in this episode we're going to talk about transformative travel how do we really have a life-changing effect from our travels you may have heard of someone or a story about someone who traveled they came back and they just seemed like they were a different person we're going to talk about how you can become a different person who is more goal-oriented, who feels happier, not just in the height of the travel and all the excitement, but after the travel, remaining a changed person and having this transformative state. Our guest who joins us today, she is an award-winning international travel and culture journalist, author, speaker, playwright, and screenwriter. She blogs about transformative travel over at Psychology Today and has written several books, including Life is a Trip, the Transformative Magic of Travel. Our expert who joins us in this episode is none other than Judith Fine. Judith, welcome to the show. Good to be here, Mark. You're
1: an expert in one thing, I'm an expert in another, and I can't wait to talk to you.
0: Judith, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success, and travel is definitely something that I feel like once we enter a new normal, a lot of people are just going to be in a rush to travel. And each traveling trip we go on, it's an opportunity to have fun, but it's also an opportunity to reflect and have that transformative moment. So I'm wondering, how do you think about each vacation, each trip? Uh, Because- you know, I feel like a lot more people think about the fun than the transformative, but do you think of like what is an area I want to transform in before I travel?
1: Well, here's the thing we are raised in a particular culture with a particular set of beliefs and ideas, things we think are important. The most important thing when you travel to me is that you're exposed to people who are raised in a very different environment. And from the minute you set foot on the ground, you are learning. And when you're in learning mode, excuse me, when you're in learning mode, your life changes because wham, all of a sudden it starts opening up. I can literally hear Velcro as opening up parts of my life. I never thought about that. I never realized that. And I've been doing this for two decades. And everything I write about is always about something that changes your way of looking at things, of acting, of loving, of doing your business, of interacting with people. And that's really why I travel. And I no longer think that travel means you have to go halfway around the world. Travel is a mindset Hmm. that you can develop. And even if you never leave your hometown, you can be a traveler. And that's what I like to tell people about, you know, Everybody we know has been contacting us and saying, you must be miserable. You're locked down, your wings are clipped. You're traveling all the time and now you can't travel at all. And I say to them, I am traveling all the time. And what my husband and I do, he's a photojournalist. And what I do, take a regional map, take my finger, stick it, I don't even look, I just stick it on the map someplace. Uh And I say, let's go, let's go. And it has to be something that we can do in a day. And we know nothing. I never research anything. I'm a journalist, right? I should be researching. No. We want to go, I want to be like Marco Polo. I want to just discover what's there without reading what someone says about it on a website or what people are talking about on social media. Just go someplace, even if I think it's the most boring place in the world. And if you don't have an agenda, your life is about to be changed. And you could do it during the pandemic. You
0: can do it anytime. And it's really interesting how Judith mentions this more freestyle approach. And sometimes Mm. it's this freestyle approach that uh, can really help us come up with amazing ideas that we wouldn't have thought of. Like if you Um, pigeonhole yourself to the work that you do, like it's great to work. It's great to grind. You absolutely have to. But if you pigeonhole yourself, that's the only world you know. You don't get to see all these new ideas, all these different uh, styles of living and just so many different parts of different cultures. Now, part of that, though, you mentioned talk to the locals, talk to people in the area. How do we go on to do that? That's a great skill to have, be able to talk to people when you feel like you're the outsider. But how do we get that skill?
1: One of the ways you're going to laugh when I say this. You know, everybody's worst part of the day is when you have to make a service call and you're on hold and people can't help you and you need to be set up to, you know, to somebody who's higher up. It's really, really annoying. But guess what? That's one way of training. You're on the phone with someone, you're stuck there. You're going to be there. It could be a client, somebody who's doing some kind of service for you, something is broken, whomever you're talking to. Start asking them questions. Say, hi, where are you? And the person will say, I'm in Costa Rica and say wow what's your favorite thing to do there during the day or ah here there are fabulous animals in Costa Rica. it doesn't matter you get used to asking people questions but Mark maybe more important is you get used to really listening to the answers so it's not a monosyllabic oh I'm here what do you do it's not like that at all what it is is that when you listen there'll be a follow-up question, and I've come to believe that you're an ambassador. Every time you leave your house, you're an ambassador for your country, for your culture, for whatever group you, for marathon runners, for whatever you belong to, for your business. And you have an opportunity to spread good feeling in the world. And, um, you know, I was lucky, I gave a Ted talk about deep travel and what i spoke about is that the old way of traveling is you go someplace visit the sites you ask everybody question oh what's the tallest building where's the best restaurant like that you ask questions and then you leave but my feeling is then you say to someone do you have any questions to ask me and they may be a little embarrassed first people aren't used to they're afraid you're going to be offended and as soon as you start answering their questions and they answer yours And if you listen with your whole self, something will happen. The person will very often invite you someplace or say, hey, I'm doing this thing Friday night. And you go, hey, can I come? Whatever it is, something in you opens up. That Velcro is opening up so that your life can expand. And your business, I don't know, your business, whatever you're doing for business, and hopefully you're successful at it, it has to do with other humans and it's about how we interact with human beings and really learn something about that as opposed to pushing our agenda.
0: <clears throat> that ability to answer questions and listen to the answers is so powerful. Like when I started Breakthrough Success, I would just uh this is something that I feel like a lot of podcasts do early on. I would just have like a few questions that I'd ask people and I ask them in the order they were theirs. A very beginner podcaster thing. But when you focus more on listening to the conversation rather than what's my agenda, you do get like the episodes get a lot better and applying the very similar concept to travel and engaging with other people it is an important skill to be able to talk with other people who you meet for the first time or who aren't part of your local environment because some people they could be after podcast downloads youtube views blog visitors listeners viewers and visitors are all people and it's important to develop that relational skill as judith is sharing with us here today.
1: But it's not just acquiring something. It's the way you are in the world. It's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's so windy here today. It's <laughs> the way you navigate, it's the way you navigate the world. Um, I can give you some examples, all right? Definitely. I was, ha- I was very, very, very angry with my family. And I was, you know, you know when you play that scenario in your mind, Ah, they did that and I really hate them and I never want anything to do with them and I was running that talk that you do when you're really angry with someone and then I went to Vietnam and we were at war with Vietnam you know it was a terrible prolonged war millions of people were maimed and killed it was really really horrible and I went to Vietnam and I was so as an American I was one of the early people to go there And I just was afraid they would hate me because of what our country did there, how much destruction we did. And instead, I found forgiveness. So instead of talking to them about blah, 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 about daily stuff, I started asking them, how can you forgive people who came into your country and killed people and decimated villages? How did you get to forgive these people? And they said, it took a lot of thinking. It took a lot of reflecting and we realized that the soldiers who came were just like us they liked rock and roll music they liked to party they were the same as us and it wasn't really their fault and they didn't hate us they were just doing their job and boy did i feel stupid that here is a culture that forgives the culture that went to war with them and i have to learn how to forgive people in my life it's that kind of expansive experience mark that opens opens your brain just velcro there you go
0: I mean that's just an incredible story and I mean just to think about like that those aren't the question those aren't the insights you get to learn if you're just like where's the biggest tourist attraction correct
1: and how am I going to make a reservation in the best restaurant right get it life is short you want but it's not just about going to Vietnam or Myanmar or the island of Vanuatu it's not that. It's about that your attitude in life is that you want to learn. You want to expand your mind. Any I, I will challenge you, any interaction you have with any human being is an opportunity to learn something. You know, I, I was talking to you about we were in Guatemala, my husband and I were in Guatemala. We were there on assignment. And in Guatemala, the Mayan people, you know, the Maya civilization is not something that disappeared. There are many Mayas still alive today. And the Maya people in some of the villages are very, very famous for textiles. You can't walk out of there without buying, you know, a a backpack or a wallet, something to hang on the wall. They're just fabulous, fabulous textiles. And I went to a small village and I went to the house of one of the weavers and I wanted to buy a textile. And I saw that she was extremely, extremely poor. And she asked me if I wanted to see her kitchen And her kitchen was three large stones, a live fire underneath the stones, and a komal, it's like a ceramic grill. That was what she had to cook on. And I went, wow, she really has nothing. Uneducated, no money, nothing, and I I just felt terrible. And I was walking out the door of of her house, which is also where she makes her textiles, where she weaves and where she sells, and she tapped me on the shoulder and she said to me i want to do what you do i thought oh she wants to be a travel journalist and she said i want to travel i want to travel and i smiled that polite smile you do with somebody and i and i left and i thought to myself sure no education no outlets no passport no money she's going to travel well i i wished her well. i sincerely wished her well and over the next months and even it was more than a year she started contacting me she called me i don't know somebody had whatsapp i don't know how she did it she started calling me and she started asking for advice and the next thing i knew she was sending me photos of her traveling she was in florida she was in california she was in texas how did she do this and what she was doing she was demonstrating weaving there and people were buying her textiles she made it happen And I thought, whoa, I gotta stop here. You know, never, never disparage anyone's dreams and never give up on your own. What were the odds of her doing it? But Maria Elena Godinez did it. You can go to Guatemala and visit her and get get the inspiration. But that's the kind of thing that we, as citizens of the world, and I know you have businesses and I know you're successful and you have full lives. But I just, I wanna talk to you as, as ambassadors, as important people. And when you learn something, you will pass it on. Your social media posts will be different. Your interaction with people will be different because you see them as potential teachers. Everybody is a potential teacher.
0: And I really love that story because um, it's not always the person who you think uh, becomes successful. Like you could look at someone who uh, maybe like you don't see all the traits right there. Like maybe in school they got all C's or D's or whatever, but then all of a sudden they become this big success. So it's very important to never give up on people, never give up on dreams. And I love Ever. what you says, see everyone as a teacher because then that just opens your mind to so much potential knowledge. and. Just so many life-changing things that can happen along the journey. But a lot of people, they don't think of everyone as a potential teacher and teacher being in the sense of good or bad. Like sometimes you look at someone, you're like, I want to be that person. You look at other people like, I -hmm. do not want to be that person in the slightest. Uh, But if you look at everyone as a teacher, it really opens your mind rather than a closed mind that you can miss out on a lot of different stuff.
1: But you know, it's also, I agree with everything you're saying. And also, there's something that we are full, our brains are full of stereotypes about people. Mm. Oh, you know, he cleans the toilets, you know, he's not worth anything. Or, oh my God, she's beautiful, she must be great, you know, whatever it is. Or about nationalities the French are this, the Italians are this, the Mexicans are like that. And what an opportunity to see what's underneath the stereotypes and and find out, wow, I've I've been living my life, believing things that aren't true at all. And one of the best things about being a travel journalist is that people read my books, they read articles and they contact me and they tell me what changed for them. They say, you know, okay, I started traveling and some of them say, all right, I listened to what you said. So I didn't make reservations in all the, uh, the restaurants. I didn't focus on the hotel where I was going to stay. So I got the best room in the world. I went and I just had experiences. And then they tell me how something changed for them. Maybe it's their attitude toward their kid or the way they interact with a parent or someone who really was an enemy and how they find ways to walk toward an enemy rather than just putting up a, a wall. And actually, very little of it had to do with money. And we measure, you know, we measure everything by money. Mark, when I was a Hollywood screenwriter for 13 years, I was wired and I went undercover in the financial district in New York. And they warned me, they said, if anybody finds out that you're wired, they're going to throw you into the East River. I thought, okay, you know, I could swim, but it's not my favorite thing to do. So what I did, they arranged that I would have time alone with the top people in finance in new york we're talking head of the stock market bond market i mean i was with people who really make everything happen and what they said to me was that it wasn't about the money and i was shocked because i thought hey that's what you count how much money do you make how much money can can you make and they said it was the how we kept score it was it was game it it, it was a power trip it was but it was how we kept score. Money was, you know, it shows that you're winning. And they all expressed regrets, every one of them, that they had missed out on life, that they'd missed out on time with their family, that they'd missed out when they were traveling. They were always on their phones. They were always plugged in. They were always connected. And they felt that they'd missed out on life. What a learning experience it was for me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, what is money? What is our cultural thing about money? Is that really how you measure your success? Mm-hmm. it's. How about, how about for you? Because, how about for you, Mark?
0: I mean, money is definitely something I look to grow because, you know, I feel like everyone wants to learn how to make more money, but there's just so many more elements to life where I wouldn't want to make all the, like, enough money and then have to lose out on certain relationships. Now, part of the reason is that, like, I'm in my early 20s, I'm single, so, like, it's a little easier versus if you've got a, Spouse and kids, I get kids. that, but uh, just the idea where if it's all money, that could lead you to some really bad decisions. And I know that now. Uh, I feel like I feel like you got to do like real financial education. Like I, I that, that that's a completely different subject. I know, but I feel like people have to learn about it earlier and have a real relationship with money and understand uh, that balance where you don't want to go lean too much in the money direction. Or not lean in it at all. There is a perfect balance, Uh, but at the end of the day, people just really have to focus more on happiness. And sometimes money makes you really happy. Other times, making too much of it can make you very unhappy.
1: Yeah, and the whole notion of success—what does success mean to you? Not what does the world around you tell you is a measure of success, but what is what is it for you? You know, everywhere I went. Another book I wrote was How to Communicate with the Dead and How Cultures Do It Around the World. For 20 years, I went to cultures around the world experiencing, is death the end? For none of them, was it? And what I learned from them, we're we're in a culture where you don't say the word dead, you don't say the word death. It's really, really a terrible thing. But what if you listen to what people are saying around the world? And that when you lose somebody, you can actually keep communicating with that person. It has nothing to do with religion. So I became very interested in that. And what I found out is that most cultures around the world are connected Mm -hmm. to their ancestors, that you are standing on the shoulders of people who came before you. And I'm not just talking about your parents, maybe your grandparents, but you're in a lineage of people who accomplished, who sacrificed, who had successes and failures, who had misery and happiness, And you're the result of that. And to look back and to, you know, for me, if you go to the land, wherever your ancestors come from, if you ever can take a trip there and you can smell the air that they smelled, you can walk on the ground where they walked, you can eat the foods they ate. It connects you to something larger than yourself. I think everything that I have learned from travel is how to connect to something larger than yourself so that you're not a scorekeeper at the end of the day. And of course, financial literacy is very important. It should be taught to kids you know, from the time they can understand, but so is cultural liter- literacy, so is global literacy. You're a person foremost, who are you as a person? And I, I don't know, what, what do you wanna leave behind? And so when I write, You know, I've been writing since I'm five years old. And like my book, Life is a Trip, The Transformative Magic of Travel, it's become a classic in the travel genre. And what I'm leaving behind, it's not I did this and I went there and I succeeded. I made a lot of money during my life as a writer, a lot of money, but it's never about that. It's about what can I leave behind? What is my ancestral footprint? What do do I leave going forward? And, um, that's everything that I, everything that I focus
0: on. Two really great questions for everyone listening to think about what can I leave behind and what is your definition of success? Because I could go on and be my definition of success and you see me live out my definition of success, but just because, uh, success means something to me, doesn't mean it's the same thing for you. So really important questions do this shares with us this has been such an insightful episode for people who want to follow you uh, we'll have your books in the show notes is there anything else that you want us to throw in there as well
1: i want you to (laughs) yeah i'd like you to change the way you do social media posts there there's Hmm. if there's anything else i'd like to say yes it's that What are you putting out on social media? All of you, everybody listening to this, you have a social media presence. You know, it could be more, it could be less, but everybody's got one, you're on multi-platforms, you're on one platform, whatever you feel. What is it that you are actually putting out into the world? So everything you do in life is a story. Your life is a series of adventures everything you do from the time you get up in the morning till the time you go to bed is an adventure it's not that right now there's a pandemic going on and you can't have any adventures of course you can so I'll tell you something that happened yesterday for example I live in Santa Fe New Mexico and luckily we can go out you know there's no restriction on going out of your house and yesterday my husband and I were walking down the streets in Santa Fe And they were deserted. It was like a post-apocalyptic world. There was nobody there. Like, okay, there was a bomb. Where is everybody? And so we had our masks in our pockets, in the pockets of our coat. There's nobody around. And a car came by and a woman who looked very together, her hair was beautiful. She reached out her head, she reached out from her car, and she screamed at us, put on your masks. And I felt as though I had been attacked. I felt like somebody had, I don't know, emotionally, psychically attacked me. I had a mask with me, not stupid. And then I began to think about, wow, this is how people feel when someone tells them, put on your mask or take off your mask or do this or do that that we're not drill sergeants. How do we talk to each other? Is there a room for kindness no matter what we believe or who we vote for or what religion we are? Is, oh, do we have to talk to each other in a kind way? So I thought about this walking home. That's what I posted on social media. I posted this story of what just happened when someone screamed at us because we didn't have our masks on and there was nobody around. You should see the responses from people. Everybody starts engaging and talking and saying how they feel and their opinion. And every solitary thing that happens to you is an adventure. So if you start posting about that, and this is a way to generate business. It's a way to generate life. It's a way to generate good feelings. So if you start posting about whatever it is that you're really doing, not just pictures of your pet and not just pictures of the food you're eating, but what are you doing? What are you, uh, all of a sudden people start engagement and everybody wants to have a high engagement rate. This is a way that you can do it as opposed to putting out just more blah, blah in the world. Talk to people about what you're really doing and you know what, they'll start talking back to you. And you'll start finding, wow, I didn't think of that. That's a different way to, so that you really have human engagement with people rather than being a social media junkie, just putting out junk. How do you feel about that, Mark?
0: I like the story element. I mean, stories are how people connect with each other. There's hundreds of thousands of years. It's been the power of the story. Yes, And it's very different type of content that you do see today. And I do think more people and businesses Not only do you benefit from a business side, but you do get to do more reflecting, which can help in a lot of other areas of life as well.
1: But let's say that you, you're a marathon runner. So let's say that you put out on social media something about, you know, that there is a place you long to go to. You would love to run the marathon there and you would love to taste the food that whatever it is. You're starting a conversation with people. And it will come back to you in good ways. It will come back to you in terms of business. It will come back to you in terms of life. Being a success to me, after being exposed to so many people and cultures around the world, millions of them, no, maybe not millions, hundreds of thousands, I don't want to exaggerate, is being a successful human will spread out the tendrils will reach into every area of your life into everything you're doing and at the end of your life you'll look back and you will have a life well lived
0: i mean life well lived that's just the thing that everyone wants like i feel like there's a lot of distractions like money which definitely helps but you know It's not everything. You got to think relationships. You got to think about how you feel about yourself. But life well lived. That is the goal we all need to go after here on Breakthrough Success. Judith, this has been a really great episode. Thank you so much for coming on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today.
1: Thank you, Mark. I really enjoyed it. Thank you.